certainly good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I'm glad God let us come back this way again. Appreciate the day God's given us. Have scripture come on heart in the Psalms chapter 5, verse 11, where it starts at and reads like this. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Boy, isn't that great? That's, just, that's an uplifting scripture. That's all. Let's uh, bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us come this way tonight and for each one to cheer God. Uh, thank you for everyone's come. We have visitors. Thank you, Lord, especially for them. Help us tonight, God, to have the service that you want us to have to uplift us and help us and encourage us. And God, whether people are here or whether they're listening online, uh, God, help each one of us uh, to center our thoughts on heaven and on God. And God, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. And turn over to Brother Taylor, Sister Katie.
page 204, double portion. We're thankful to be back. Uh, glad to see everybody, and uh, we're just happy to be back in church with everybody tonight. Wait. 
is 11.
Terry. I certainly appreciate that good singing. I'm glad we've got a God like we've got. He's certainly all sufficient. I thank God he's uh, saving God. He's just as able to save now as he was many years ago. Doesn't change. He never changes, and what he gives us never changes. So it's just, boy, it's good to be here tonight. Good to feel the Lord. And uh, we just ask everybody, if we will, just to stand. And uh, if you've got a prayer request or even a testimony, something on your heart safe, feel free to do that. Just mind the Lord. Say whatever you got. Anybody have anything? Amen. Good. Amen. What's good, Bob? Thank the Lord. That's that's wonderful. Appreciate that. Anyone else? Amen. I bless him, Lord. God's blessed me beyond measure. That's good. And, uh, Amen. It seemed like everywhere I turned tonight, I wanted to Oh, that's good. Amen. And thank you for being able to be here. Amen. Boy, what a powerful praise and testimony. And just Brother Carl's testimony and his praise illustrates God's able to take care of things no matter what circumstances are. Right. And uh, what's well, good. That, I appreciate that. Someone else. We've got a lot of lost people, and people's needing to move. It's been coming, and uh, let's really keep them in our prayers and pray for them. And, uh, oh, remember Brother uh, Cooper Roberts. He's got an appointment to preach tonight uh, uh, over at uh, Lighthouse Baptist Church where Brother Chris Page is a pastor. Uh, Chris asked him to come over, and uh, Cooper texted me and said, I won't be able to be there tonight. He said, I've got an appointment at Lighthouse. I said, but that's, that's good. hope you have a good meeting over there. So remember him. All right. Anybody else? All right. Let's begin program. That's Brother Carl leads.
Appreciate that prayer. Now, anybody feel like singing or you got testimony on your heart, something to say? Mind the Lord. Do or say whatever God gives you tonight. Appreciate being here. And, uh, I woke up with that same song this morning, at Linda. And I thought for sure, Lord, was going to put it on my heart. And Amen. He didn't give it to me. I got to enjoy it this morning. If I didn't have to sing it or not, but I got to enjoy it. <laughs> That's good. But uh, the thought that God gave me with it. Yep. And this is different. You bear with. Me. I thought I wouldn't have to do this. I didn't oh, have this song. Bless you, Lord. Uh, but uh, Daddy will kill me for it. But. He's been a good father to me naturally. Yeah, amen. He's raised us four troublemakers up the best he could and put up with us. Yep. He's been there when we needed him. Yeah, buddy. He's forgave us when we failed him. Yes, sir. And loved us through it all. Amen. But there came a time, Eric, yeah. that as much as he loved us, he couldn't be there for me. I was lost and on my way to a place called hell. Amen. And as much as my daddy and mommy loved me, they couldn't help me. But God loved me enough. Right. He sent his son to die on a cross that I could have that opportunity, eternal life. And oh, what that's a total different meaning to Father's Day is, is what I, I think about my natural father and plenty others that have been like fathers to me and mean a lot to me. But oh, what the thought that was this morning of what he done for me, yeah. far and above what daddy could do for me. Right. And that's what you need in your life. If there's somebody that's lost and don't have that in their life, what he's done for you and died on the cross, it's something that's just amazing to me. Yeah. I've never deserved it. I'm not good enough to keep it. I'm glad it's not in my hands because I fell him way too much. But I appreciate being here. You yeah. pray for me. Making the sun to shine, putting the stars in the sky for the flowers that bloom, oceans so blue. Thank you, Lord, for every sparrow that sings and makes sweet melody. Oh, the rain and the snow, they 
just want to thank you, Lord, for making me whole, saving my soul. Thank you, Lord. For my whole family, for the joy my children bring, for shoes on our feet, plenty to eat. Thank you, Lord, for the church where I worship and pray, for the freedom I have today, for your spirit I feel, presence so real. Thank you, Lord, for being a friend so dear. Giving my sad heart cheer for holding my hand when I could not stand. Thank you, Lord, for giving your life for me on a cross at Calvary for taking my place. Mercy and grace, thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank
of the mercies I have known. I know it may sound simple, but it's more than a cliche. There's no better way to tell you than to say, God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could. Cause through it all, God's been As time rewinds, I can see I've cried some bitter tears, but I felt his arms around me as I faced my greatest fears. I've had more gains than losses, and I've felt more joy than hurt. As his grace fell down upon me, undeserved God's been good in my life I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night and though I've had my share of hard times I wouldn't change them if I could Cause through it all, God's been good. God has been my father, my savior, and my friend. His love was my beginning, and his love will be my end. And I could spend forever just trying to tell you everything he is but there's no better way to tell you than this God's been good in my life I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night and though I've had my share of hard times I wouldn't change them if I could cause through it all God's been good through it all God's been so Good to be here. Glad to have visitors with us. I'm just glad God's let us be back in the church house. Now, not in a hurry. If you got a song, you still sing it. Okay, if not, I'd like for you to turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 15. 
10, starting at verse 36. This is when Jesus was on the cross. He was just getting ready to get his last few breaths, and then he did get his last breath. So again, Mark 15 and 36. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. You know, earlier in that, in the chapter, he he'd called Elias, uh, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani, which is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And so they, they misunderstood the import of that. But anyway, verse 37 said, And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Now, you can read Matthew and Mark, and of course, this is Mark, and read Luke and John. They give a little bit different details. It all fits together. Uh, one of the books said he cried with a loud voice and said, It's finished. And boy, that's important because. Uh, he didn't leave anything undone. And another, another book said he cried with a loud voice and said, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And boy, that's real significant because it tells us uh, they didn't take his life from it. He died when he got ready. Uh, he died when it was time for him to die. Had he chosen uh, to still hang on the cross, he could stay just as long as he wanted to. No limit to it. He had the power of life and death. But right here, anyway, it says, and uh, says again, verse 37, Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, truly, this man was the son of God. And so showed him some things. So, you know, we've been uh, reading some over about the, the tabernacle that uh, God designed for them, gave a pattern for them that they had uh, going through the wilderness. And then if you read on following that, you read about uh, David wanted to build the temple, but uh, due to some circumstances, God wouldn't let him, but he got a lot of material together. God let Solomon build Solomon's temple, which was a, a pattern much like the tabernacle in the wilderness, but it's, it's bigger. But it had the same things in it, uh, the same uh, furnitures in it. And uh, one of the things uh, back here, I'd... Uh, Marked it, I think, back here in uh, the book of Exodus. Uh, probably, I might have read this before, even, but it says, uh, verse uh, 31, chapter 26, Thou shalt make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen of cunning work uh, with cherubim shall it be made. Now, that was to go over the face of the holiest of holies. Now, just picture with me, if you will. There's a tabernacle here, and it had curtains around it. Uh, back in the wilderness, and of course, when Solomon built his, well, he built it uh, out of some more solid material, cedar wood and so on. Uh, but inside the walls of the tabernacle, uh, there was two rooms. Uh, one of them was uh, called the holy place, and then past that, there was the holiest of holies. And uh, now, there was like a, a curtain uh, before you go into the holy place, and uh, only a priest uh, could go in the holy place. But then it got more strict than that. Uh, when it came to the holiest of holies, uh, it says that uh, only the high priest could go into the holiest of holies. And uh, he was limited. Uh, he could only go in one time a year. It was at the time of the atonement. Uh, he could go in. What did he do when he went in at the time of the atonement once a year? Uh, he took uh, blood of the lamb that had been shed and offered it upon the altar uh, in there in the holiest of holies. And, and the Bible says he went in not without blood. Uh, it, boy, he'd have been in bad trouble if he'd have went in without the blood. Uh, and it says to offer for, uh, for the people and for himself. 
See, that priest, he wasn't perfect either. He had to uh, offer a sacrifice, uh, a sin offering for himself. Now, understand, uh, those offerings didn't take away anybody's sin, uh, but they pointed uh, toward the one that was going to come in due time uh, to take away sin. And now, I want you to uh, follow with me here in 1 Kings a little bit, where it's talking about uh, that uh, tabernacle uh, that Solomon built. I'll just give you this a little bit. And uh, it was also called the oracle. That was the holiest of holies. And verse 19, uh, 1 Kings uh, chapter 6, uh, says, And the oracle uh, says this, said, He prepared uh, in the house within and set there the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And the oracle uh, in the forepart was 20 cubits in length, 20 cubits in breadth, 20 cubits in height thereof. And he overlaid it with pure gold and so covered the altar which was of cedar. And so in the holiest of holy shirts, it's made like a cube. Uh, it was uh, 20 cubits high, 20 cubits wide, 20 cubits deep. Now, uh, a cubit, uh, about a foot and a half. So uh, that had been probably 30 foot uh, up and cross and backwards. And so now across the front of this uh, was the veil. Uh, that was uh, the veil that covered. And back here, uh, when we read to you out of Exodus, talked about that veil. said, uh, make it out of cunning work. Uh, make it out of blue and purple and scarlet. And said, uh, weave cherubims into it. And uh, boy, cherubims, angel of mercy. And so, now, picture with me here, uh, coming all up through the law age, uh, they've been uh, going in uh, to the temple, and they've been uh, doing these things. Now, everything about that temple, uh, I want to say this again, very important, everything about that temple, every, everything about it. Now, uh, I can't explain every little point in it, but I believe every point of it, uh, Brother Carl, was pointing to Jesus uh, and what he was going to do. And so, uh, when we come up here, and it says here, I said, Jesus cried with a loud voice, and said, uh, he gave up the ghost, and the veil of the temple uh, was written in twain from the top to the bottom. Now, now that uh, big curtain, and, and I've tried to figure out how thick it was and uh, how stout it was. And, uh, I, I believe it was uh, very sufficient for the job, but I can't give you any detail. But I can tell you this, uh, it covered uh, the face of the holiest of holies. Well, when Jesus died on that cross, uh, the Bible said uh, that the veil of that temple was rent in twain. It means it was torn in two. Anthony, it was rent from the top to the bottom. Uh, boy, I want you to get this. Uh, what we got come down. Down from above. It didn't start down here and go up. It started up there and come down. If a man had been trying to open up that veil, he'd have surely started at the bottom and tried to pull it apart. No man could open that veil. Jesus said, I am the door. And let me read you a verse back here, or a couple of verses back here in the book of Hebrews. It says back here, now this is in the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and verse 18, or well, let me get to 17. And their sin and iniquities will I remember no more. God's talking about his forgiveness. And he says, and now where remission of sin is, there's no more offering for sin. When your sin's been forgiven, you don't have to have any more sin offering because it's a done deal. My soul, when I got saved, Brother Neil, I got the offering for sin, which is the shed blood of Jesus. It'll apply to my soul. Now, have I been a perfect man since then? No, sir. I've been a failure on the outside. But my soul's been perfect ever since. Because why? Because God put perfection in my soul. Uh, I, I haven't had to get my soul forgive anymore, Eric. It's forgive. Uh, when, when God saved my soul and he forgave me of my sin, he forgave me the sins that were past, uh, the sins that were present, and the sins that were future. Now, listen, what it goes on and said here, boy, this makes a real point. 
Uh, verse 19, again, chapter 10 in Hebrews says this, having therefore, brethren, boldness. I'm telling you what, sometimes we need to be bold enough to move, having therefore boldness to enter into the holiest uh, by the blood of Jesus. Uh, get this. Well, you now, wait a minute. You said, preacher, you said only the high priest could go in there and he only could go once a year. Now, how could Paul say to the Hebrews, we need to be bold to go in there because Jesus made a way and he opened up the door uh, for we could go in there. Well, preacher, uh, you said just a high priest could go in. Well, my high priest went in and he made it possible that I could go in with him. When I got saved, uh, he become part of me and I become part of him. So I can go in. Uh, and uh, boy, I'm glad I come in that place. Uh, said, uh, listen, uh, Boy, I need to get this. Let me read this again. Having therefore, brother, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now get this. By a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us uh, through the veil, that is to say his flesh. Well, so it applies the veil two ways there. See, he opened up the veil, tore it in two, but he did that with his flesh, which was the veil. That's the way he opened up the door. He gave his body on the cross of Calvary. He died to bring salvation in the reach of people like me and you. So you see that, you see that big temple and that big powerful curtain across there. Boy, I can only picture people, even if they got a glimpse, boy, can't go in there. Uh, that's a place we can't get in. But I want you to know, we can look now and we can look up with joy. Say, I can go in there because the Lord made the way. And so that's a little message. That's just a little thought. And I appreciate the Lord giving me that. I'll just tell this on myself. Uh, I went to the house and done a thing or two. I thought I'd lay down and take me a nap. I laid down on the bed. I just about asleep. And uh, I'd been reading some on this, uh, but it come on mine. stirred my heart, and I thought, boy, I, I might have to preach tonight. I better get up and look at that. And so I got up, and God, God let me read it. And it stirred my heart there, and I'm, so I'm glad God let me share it here. And so I'm glad for everybody to cheer, glad for your prayers. God, see, God always knows what we need. Uh, he can get our attention. He can stir us. He can uh, speak to us. He lets us know what we need. And if we follow him, well, that's good. Anybody else got anything on your heart before we come to close? Well, let's keep praying. We've got a lot to pray for. And uh, let's just keep coming, keep praying, keep minding the Lord. I appreciate God blessing us and being so good to us. And uh, in a minute or so when uh, we'll have a prayer to dismiss and we'll uh, let our ushers uh, escort uh, folks out again, not escort, but, you know, dismiss them kind of like you do a funeral. And uh, also, uh, I saw the fellas putting the offering plates back out there. So if you got an offering you want to give, excuse me, <coughs> sorry, but you can put in an offering plate out there. Let's everybody stand. <coughs> Brother Ryan, pray dismissed.